everybody! Welcome to this week's edition of the Slasher Trash Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And with me, as always, is the docile, the debonair, the disastrous, the daughter, Sydney. Say hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. I thought you were going to pull a deadite in training. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could have done deadite in training. Yeah, that's me. Klatu, Verata. <laughs> hey. There. I said it. I said it. What's going on? Nothing much. Just work and school. It's almost Thanksgiving. Work, work all week long. Punching that clock and dust to dawn. Can you tell I'm feeling a hell of a lot better? I am too. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling so much better. I yeah, swear. the last episode we did, um, I didn't say this on the pod, but that was the day that there was a dog that came to the vet office that had two fish hooks stuck up its ass. That it wasn't even fit. They were almost like grappling hooks. It was like a try. It was um. They were marine trio hooks. They're uh the the, the treble. It's a treble hook. Three yeah. hook. Yeah. Yeah, but they were marine grade. Yeah, they were like what three four inches probably. Yeah, they they were about the size of my palm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, why? Are, what are a bunch of country bumpkins around here doing with marine grade fish hooks? Shall they catch your possum? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Or they're a Rottweiler. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah well, that's how they caught the Rottweiler. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that day was awful. I was drained. I was starting to get sick. Yeah, how you feeling now? I feel great now. Yeah, I feel a lot better. I mean, I have a little bit of a sore throat, but like, you know, what can you do? Back from the back from the uh, the, the <laughs> living dead. The living dead. Yes. <laughs> the uh, butt gland. The butt <laughs> gland plague that I had. Uh, back from that, you know, no pneumonia. It's no, good. A little no tired. Pneumonia. Look, I even shaved. Look, I'm I'm actually look like a human being again. Wow, look at you. I, know. I don't. Yeah, so we had two doctors in my clinic, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever, because on Saturday we had to take Bear to the Yeah, is this the one that did, didn't recognize you? It's the one that didn't recognize me. But she saw me yesterday at work, because mm-hmm. I came in for like an hour, and she said, you look completely different. I said, yeah, whenever I am not rolling out of bed and coming here and putting on scrubs just to get covered in fluids. Did, um, did you mention to her that, that you saw her at the... No, she mentioned to me, she's like, I just saw you! <laughs> oh my god, it was like one of those things like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, she didn't recognize me. It's kind of like, like my, hey, hey, you. Yeah, and then she's like, she's name. like, she's like, she's like, how's Bear doing? I was like, he's doing great, he's doing fine. I was yes, like, I, I yeah. already told everyone about what happened and about how you didn't recognize me. Bouncing, <laughs> and, bouncing off the walls back. Yeah, Bear's been down, I've been down, you've been down. Uh, yeah, we've all been down. Jeez, I'm telling Wrigley you. threw up this morning. So Wrigley she, got sick. Poor she's Rig. going down. Rig's laying here, just like a big bearskin rug, just laying here on the floor, just cooling off, chilling. What's going on, doggy? She's you getting want, a haircut here in a couple you weeks. You want to say something? No? Nope. Okay, good. Excellent. So, we had a good movie week this week. Oh, this yeah, we week. did. Yeah. We did. A little comedy horror, some uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah. Versus my number one comedy horror movie of all time. Yeah. Army of Darkness. Yes. You can't take my number one. No, 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 no. No, no, I, I, Army of Darkness to, to, is already me, my favorite Evil Dead to, movie. To me, it's, it's, it is just, it's so well done because it's, the, Ash is so over the top. And the the plot is so over the top, and they just lean into it. As they just keep you're like you're like okay, is this this is kind of hokey. It's it's really well done though, and it's just, it just keeps building on itself. And it's like all right, this is the greatest thing ever made. So. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it. Army of Darkness is already my favorite Evil Dead movie. Um, because I mean, the first one is kind of like yeah, second one is kind of like a like a 
It's the remake. remake. It's the studio. Yeah, we talked about it before. It's the studio. So, so they did. So, um, Raymond Campbell did um, the first Evil Dead on their own, and then the studio wanted a studio version of Evil Dead. So, so it was made... Evil Dead Two, which is yeah, not a sequel. It's kind of a reboot type thing, which I like Evil Dead. I I, I actually, I don't, are they both? I like them both. Yeah, but Army of Darkness, it just it <laughs> it gave Bruce Campbell. It, it has so many good lines in the movie. It's yes. Just, this is my boomstick. Come mm-hmm. on, come on. We even call guns now boomsticks. All oh, the things, the things we shared, the things you said. Oh, that's that's, a, that's what we call pillow talk, talk honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. Just like, Bruce it. Campbell is the man. That's all we gotta say. <laughs> but no, I remember before I watched the this next movie. Next time, one of you primates touch me. <laughs> He's no, so indignant about it. I no, love but it. I remember being a kid and. We would always call, like, because you're a hunter, and yeah, if we went up to the stick. cabin, you'd say, this is my boomstick, yeah. and I never knew where it was I don't from. Think, I don't think I ever said, this is my boomstick, boomstick. <laughs> but he'd be like, this is my boomstick, and I never knew where it was from. Yeah. And then, you know, me being like 16, 17 years old, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch all these horror that's, movies. That's yeah. one of the, I, and I, I watched Army of Darkness, he said, this is my boomstick, and I was like, Ugh. I have very few memes <laughs> saved on my phone. I think that still is one of them where it's just, this is my boomstick. That one in the, the cool Jesus smoking a cigarette or smoking a blunt, <laughs> holding a sawed-off shotgun. I love that one too. That's amazing. Yeah. So. But let's get into it. You want to yeah. start? We're going to yeah, start. Go we're we're going to start with the other one. Yeah, the other one was good too. I, oh, I, I, love, mean, I, I love, love it. Yeah, I love. Uh, because t- I feel like we can relate to a lot of mm-hmm. it. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, versus Evil. And, and this is what I so I, I watched this like this. So I only found this movie was made in 2010. I only found this movie like two years ago. Yeah, because I told you about it. Yeah, and I was, like, I was like, you gotta watch it. Because I've so funny. well, I've, I've seen it advertised before. I was like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. Then I, I saw it. and It was like, it was just so. It was not what I expected. The way the deaths happen and all that. It, suicide it was, pack. Yeah, the suicide pack. It's amazing. <laughs> but I really appreciate, I really, really appreciate being from, you know, born in New Jersey, living in Florida and in those areas, but really living in Tennessee most of my life, most of my years. <laughs> the country bumpers. Yeah, people, yeah, they just assume. They're like, look at these. Look at these. It's like, no, it's, we're like, we're like you. We just, you know, we're just a little different, but not, you Well, know. I went to school in Florida for two years. Mm-hmm. And all my friends, I would say something like, oh, yeah, like, I go, like, my family goes hunting up at the cabin every year. And they're like, you go hunting up in a cabin? Yeah, do you wear shoes? <laughs> it's like, it's like, where do you pee? I'm like, there's an outhouse. Yeah. And they're like, what? Do you people read? <laughs> do you read? Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, no, it is, it is, like, because I have a lot of, like, northern friends that... They really, like, before, like, they knew I was from Tennessee, they're like, wow, I had no idea. Mm. They're like, I figured you were Southern, but I didn't know that you were, like, hillbilly that Southern. That was like when, uh, what's, uh, Christina came here, it was like, it was like, is this what you expected? No. This is what I, it's like, I know, you expected that you were all sitting outside <laughs> playing fucking banjos. In, <laughs> we have our banjos <laughs> and jugs. In our overalls. <laughs> hey, Ma, put some biscuits on, we got company. Yeah, no. That's a, yeah, it is, it is funny bringing some of my friends here. Because they, they, like I said, they think that it's like your stereotypical hillbilly, like, junction. Where it's like all these, like, double wides mm, and, like, these yeah. wraparound porches. We no in, cell we service. Live, it, they put any more neighborhood. We live in, like, suburbia now. It's the, the, oh, my God, yeah. Cause the, the entire area is just becoming, like... Within the last five years, there's been one, two... Three subdivisions put in just well, within they, a mile they radius. Put in, well, in the last year, they put in over 400 homes on here. 
That's what I'm saying. And I'm just saying in, within the mile that we yeah, live. And they're putting in like 300 more next year. Why? Because people want to live here where we live. Don't. They want to be part of the podcast experience. <laughs> they want to be part of the hillbilly they experience. They want to be part of the slasher trash. They're, they're, they're wanna be, they want to be they're, on the ground floor of the mecca that we are creating. They want to be the Torons that go to Gatlinburg every weekend. Be like, oh my god, we might go see Dolly. Oh, Jesus. I don't think no. Dolly Parton has been on the strip. For at least the last 10, 20 years. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. She goes to Dollywood once in a blue moon. She goes, whenever they open something, she's got to stand there and smile and cut the ribbon and then gets back. She's like, hey, I'm going back to L.A. now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, jeez. Yeah, well, she has a house in Cerebral, but it's yeah. it's like a mansion, so. <laughs> yeah, but she, they're never there. No, God, no. It's not like they live there anymore. Yeah. So. All right, let's go. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about Tucker and Dale. Um, made in uh, 2010. Directed by Eli Gregg and written by um, Eli Gregg and Morgan <laughs> and Morgan Jorgensen. 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 Shut up. Uh, this movie stars Tyler Le- Tyler Labine. Tyler Labine. 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 Le- okay, cool. He's a Canadian actor. Yeah. So, um, Alan Tudyk, uh, Katrina Bowden. B- B- Bowden can't talk. Hey, we're back in schedule. Yeah. Um, Brandon J. McLaren, Jesse Moss, and Shaylin Simmons. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the music was, or the music, the movie was uh, premiered at Sundance in 2010, and it received a limited release. I don't ever remember it being out in the theaters. I don't, e- well, I always say I don't either for all these movies that you're like, I don't remember them being released. Mm-hmm. 2010, I was seven years old. This is true. It was, it was funny. <laughs> this movie was released in Canada, of course, because you have a Canadian actor. Uh, the, United, the United States and India. I don't know. Very odd. I don't Very know. Very odd. I do not know. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, made, uh, made for $5 million. Uh, box office was uh, about $5.5 million, So it, it, it broke even. It didn't make any money. But, of course, it wasn't really pushed. Like I said, you really didn't see a whole lot of um, marketing and things for this movie. Like I said, I don't ever remember this movie coming out. Yeah. This movie did not come into on onto my radar until me. you told me about it two years ago. Yeah, me because I was like, "This is funny as hell." Yeah. This is like, except whenever I show you movies that are like like based on like our stereotypes, they're normally just so we can shit on the movies. Like, what was it, Christmas at Dollywood or whatever that Hallmark movie? Oh my god, I watched that. We I we watched that together. We were I like, "Where is that? So like, where is that?" There'd be like a scene of Dollywood, and then be like some like, "Oh, let's go to the to the um the the uh the." This- per- the premier lounge at Dollywood and have our party. It's like, that doesn't... Is that near the funnel cake or the <laughs> corn, corn dog stand? No, my favorite part was whenever they were in downtown Pigeon Forge. They were on the strip. They didn't show a lick of traffic, which I already know was bullshit. Six lanes of Six, six lanes, lanes of six traffic. Six lanes of parking lot. Yeah. And... But there was this area with man-made snow. It was like a snowman building arena. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's it's right. Like, next, that's right next to the Airbrush T-shirt shop. It's, the, it's between the, the Airbrush. T- it's between the Airbrush T-shirt and Pirates Voyage. I think it's right, right between there. Mm-hmm. It used to be a tattoo parlor, <laughs> but they closed. No, we were watching that. We were like, "Where is that?" But they, they closed down. They gave too many people syphilis. <laughs> um, Alan Tudyk. He. Um, he plays in a lot of things. I like that guy a lot. The guy who played Tucker. Yeah, he 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 does a lot of Disney work. Mm-hmm. Like he does a lot of voice acting work. Yeah, he's awesome. He is. Um, there's a movie or a show called Alien Something or other that he's in. But he was also in. I, I first saw him at um, um, Knights a Knight's Tale with uh, Heath Ledger. 
Yes. He was in that. So, um, rugged he, actor. He's been in the space we- space western drama series Firefly. Oh yes, he was in Firefly. Yeah. Which I never really got into. Um, Arrested Development, Young Justice, American Dad. Uh, yeah, he's just bit, done a lot of voice acting work. Yep. He did um, the Joker and Clayface in the yeah. Harley Quinn series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Very good. Resident Alien. That's Resident Alien, that's what it is. I knew it was something like that. All right, so the film starts um, with a reporter and cameraman being murdered before going back in time to the preceding events. Three days earlier. Yeah, three <laughs> days earlier. There's a group of college kids. I'm not going to go through all their names. Um, the only ones you really need to worry about are Chad and Allison. Yeah. They're, um, so they're going on a camera trip in West Virginia. Well, yeah. Mama, take me home. R.I.P. John Denver. Never Country forget. Um, yep. So they stop at a gas station uh, because they forgot the beer. We got the weed, but we forgot the beer. We got I, I, all these kids are preppy. They're not going. We need the beer. But that's what they said. No, yep. they say, guys, we need the beer now. We need the beer. Uh, got, got the beer. Uh, where's Chuck, your roll the joint? Where's please. your beer? Now the store is the, the the store they go into where Tucker and Dale are at. It is very much like the stores around here where they have like the pickled eggs. And all this stuff, and everyone's just like, just some random guy standing out at the corner, at the at the counter, talking to Sally in the back, going, "Well, Sally, how the kids doing? Well, you know their daddy ain't worth nothing. He's back in jail again. Uh, now, 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 which daddy was that, Sally? Oh, it's the second one. You know, the second yeah. one's daddy. God Almighty. I'm gonna have a controversial statement for being a southern Southern belle. Okay. I don't like pickled eggs. No, I don't like pickled eggs either. They're too. Not it's, a fan. it's it's the it's the taste of like a pickle. They're they're gross. It's somebody like the slimy and rubbery consistency of an. It's, to, to me, I think somebody <laughs> made them on a dare, and they just kind of stuck in the um in in the uh, realm of country. I do kind of like the um, the pickled eggs with the beet juice no. over the no over the brine no pickled eggs no. But they're both gross. To You're me. wrong. You're they're wrong. both gross. They're disgusting. All right, so in the gas station, they encounter Tucker and Dale, two well-meaning hillbillies who have just bought their dream vacation home, which is, oh, a, little, yeah. which is a little rundown cabin on a lake. Well, kind of a lake, more like a pond, scummy pond, yeah, deep in the woods. Yeah. Um, so Dale tells Tucker about he has trouble with uh, speaking to women, and Tucker's like, man, go on over there and just be yourself. And Dale, <laughs> he, goes, uh, he goes, so y'all camping? Dale's idea of being himself is Dale's a rather large man. He he walks over there holding a big sickle, like uh, like the Grim Reaper's sickle. And um, y'all going camping? Y'all going camping? (laughs) Scares the crap out of him. They get the car and leave, and he's like, "Poor college kids." Yeah, and he's like, "He's like, see Tucker, I just can't talk to women." So he kind (laughs) of just blows it off. That he's like, just it's just him, you know. Because, I mean, looking at it from him, you can tell that Tuck, or Dale is such a well-meaning guy. Mm-hmm. But just the way he came off was so creepy. Yeah. And you feel so bad for the guy. But you also see where the college kids are coming from, where it's like this rando is coming up to him. <laughs> with, with this weapon of doom. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah, okay, I can see both yeah. sides of the coin, though. All right, so Dale and Tucker, they get in the truck, and they're driving, and, of course, they're drinking a few beers. Uh, they get pulled over by the sheriff, who warns them about the dangers of the area. Dun, dun, dun. Don't go up there. It is a dangerous place. 
You think they would have checked that out before they bought the? Uh... Although I don't think they. I think they, they kind of bought this cabin sight unseen. I believe. I think they get internet oh, purchase. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. All right. So so our heroes Tucker and Dale they arrive at their uh, decrepit cabin, which and... looks. Just like the cabin from Evil Dead. It does, yeah. It looks like the <laughs> Evil Dead cabin, or the cabin in the woods, or... Or, any, tex- or Texas Chainsaw or House. Or any of the camping cabins at uh, Friday the 13th, or the cabins at sl- uh, Sleepaway Camp. It's pretty much the same. Except for the few more bones. Yep. Um, so they start working on the cabin. And uh, in the nearby woods, Chad, one of the preppy kids, he tells a story about the Memorial Day Massacre, where a hillbilly uh, attacked and killed people 20 years ago. So, this happens. You have two different camps going on. Um, I did like how the flashback scene was presented, though, where it was like the yellow-hued lighting or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, it, it just gave it like a um, like a very like old-timey feel to it. Yeah, it know, did. It really did. In, in a modern movie. Which really well done. Good job, movie? director. Thank you, Good director. job, Eli. Um, so, the kids decide they're going to go skinny dipping. And in the meantime, Tucker and Dale are there fishing. And Allison, she's over there, and she gets startled by them being over there. It's sort of because it sort of looks like they're kind of like spying on the college kids, but they're not. They're kind of fishing. These happen in the same spot. Yeah. Um, Allison gets startled. She hits her head. Uh, Tucker and Dale they save her from drowning, but her friends think that they. Oh my God! You're taking her. <laughs> yeah, their friends think that they've abducted her. <laughs> so this begins this whole this whole uh, back mis- and forth misunderstanding, thing. yeah, uh, which really is the essence of the movie. It's very very funny the way they did, it. It's, and that's what really threw me for a loop. I was like, okay, this isn't going where I thought it was going to go because you you see like the trailers, I mean, you think it's gonna be like a wrong turn situation. Where yeah, it's like the exactly. hillbillies are killing all the college yeah. kids, but really it's the hillbillies are trying to help the college kids. The college kids are killing themselves, and it's a whole. Snafu, to say the least. All right, so the next day, Allison wakes up. She wakes up at Tucker and Dale's cabin. And Dale is, like, being, like, super nice to her, but she's still creeped out. But she kind of gradually starts to realize that Dale and Tucker are really harmless. They're just, they were there to help her, and her friends kind of, just kind of, her friends kind of, like, just left her. Like, oh, they got her! Ah! They ran the other way. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. As you do. Yep. But her friends now, now they've had a day to kind of think about it. They're um, they're they're going to go get Allison back. Yeah, that's the plan. Because they are psychotic. Yep. yep, they are going to save Allison from her quote psychopathic captors. And but Chuck, he's like, uh, let's go get the police. And so Chuck is one of the guys. He runs and goes to get the police. Probably the only guy who's got a little bit of sense. Of course, he was more cowardice than anything else. But it was kind of a you know. I mean, he doesn't know how to use a gun. It was, it was more of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. That so, is my second favorite death in the movie. So, so here, comes, here comes my favorite scene. So, Dale is taking care of Allison, and Tucker's like, man, I've got to get some work done. So he goes out, and he's cutting with a chainsaw. <laughs> and he all of a sudden gets attacked by hornets. Because <laughs> he, he accidentally cuts into a hive into a tree, and it becomes a, yeah. a leather face. Dance. And so, so he starts, yeah. So he starts <laughs> frantically waving this chainsaw around, running through the woods, trying to trying to get away from the hornets. The college kids see him and they think it's Leatherface, basically yeah. running through the woods. They're like, "Oh my god!" Well, they scatter. They go in different directions in the woods. Um, 
<laughs> and Mitch, who is like, Mitch is one of the guys. He's just like running, 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 and impales himself on a limb. <laughs> just kind of, oh! Dead. Pull a D.B. Cooper. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You did. I'm there the you. Phantom of the Sky. The Phantom of the Sky. <laughs> yeah, so Mitch runs into a tree and kills himself. Um, then, then a few moments later, uh, they find Mitch's body. And Chad, who is one of the real pricky guys, he persuades the others that they are in a battle for survival. Yeah, because that these guys Dale and Tucker are, murdered, murdered Mitch. Me- meanwhile, Dale's back there serving. What is what is he get like? Uh, the, he has a breakfast it, platter, chamomile tea, and all kinds of stuff. He has a, <laughs> it's so he has funny. a breakfast platter. For... He's like the big. He's like the nicest guy, the biggest teddy bear. He, they're playing Trivial Pursuit. Like, they're they're just chilling <laughs> yeah. in the cabin. For some reason, I'm not smart, but for some reason, I just remember things that are told to me. That's what Dale said. Yeah. But, like, they're having a great time, you know? They're just chilling, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they're unaware of, of the death that just occurred. Yeah. Yeah. So, Allison's friends follow Tucker and Dale back to their cabin. And they see Allison helping out with the construction of an outhouse. But they assume she's not digging a hole for an outhouse. She's digging her own grave. <laughs> so, so our friends from college they attack, but Todd accidentally impales himself on his own spear while attacking Dale. Yeah, he's in. He falls into the pit, right? Uh, yes, he That's falls in the pit. Yes, he falls in the pit. And, and then Mike even That's better. Like, then Mike even better. Death. So, <laughs> so runs. Tucker's working on the wood chipper, and he's running right at him. And Tucker turns Tucker around and. Steps out of the way, and, and then there he goes. Straight into the wood chipper. No, but it's so funny, because cause Tucker's not paying attention. He doesn't really know <laughs> what's going on. Mm-mm. He just thinks that, like, he's just working on the wood chipper. And so he bends down to grab a look. And then Mike, you just see Mike fly into frame. And it's like, ah! And he goes, nose dive into the chipper. And Tucker's grabbing his legs, trying to pull him out. He's no, like, no, no, God! No, no. no, and then Chloe gets blood all over her. Yep. She's like, oh my God, he's killing it! The legs finally come off. Yeah, Chloe gets shot up with blood. It's hysterical. <laughs> oh, so, wait, I lost my spot. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so, oh, yeah, Allison gets knocked out Yeah, she out gets again. knocked out, yeah, because Dale's, Dale's um, shovel kind of flips up during the attack. He takes her back inside. Well, the kids that are left, they assume that the hillbillies killed the two <laughs> when they see Tucker trying to save Mike from the wood chipper. It looks like he's kind of shoving him, shoving yeah. him in, but he's really trying to pull him out. God, the dogs are killing me. I know, they're crazy tonight. So Tucker and Dale sit down, and they think, man, these kids, they're, they're having, it's a suicide pack because they keep all, killing themselves. They're all killing themselves. Yeah. Um, and so... But they don't want to contact the police because they're afraid that it's going to make them look like suspects. But at this time, Chuck comes back with the sheriff. And he expri- so he comes in and they, they invite the sheriff in, uh, Tucker and Dale. And they're like, man, these kids are killing themselves left and right. And the sheriff's like, ah, I don't know about this. you know, I, I'm kind of you know a little leery about you guys. And so he's he's kind of he's like I'm gonna look around. He looks around. He steps on this beam. And earlier in this beam, you step in this one spot, and this beam with these, with these forked, nails. forked nails come flying out. And of course, the sheriff steps on him, hits him, gah! hits it right in the head. head. And he goes backing out the door. And the college kids see this, and they're like, "They killed the sheriff!" 
no, no. Who was it? Was it Chloe that was like, oh my god, they fucking did it! That's <laughs> like, insane. And then Tucker and Dale are just standing on the porch, like, uh, what? Well, just he needs a uh, he needs medical attention, and they're like, ah, god, ah! Okay, it. so resuming. <laughs> yeah, so we had to take a little break there because the uh, the dogs were getting a little out of control. Um, so where were we? Uh, so the sheriff, yeah, he gets the nails to the head and the, the, what's her name? She screams what? Oh, uh, Chloe goes, oh my God, they fucking killed it! <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was insane. Uh, yep. I just feel so bad for Tucker and Dale, man. <laughs> they're just, they're not doing anything wrong. Nope. nope. And then you got Chuck over there. Chuck's like, Chuck has the, the police officer's gun and he's like, I'm going to kill you guys if you don't. Boom! And he shoots himself. Because he couldn't figure out how to do the safety. Yeah, because he yeah, turns the barrel that's right, toward him. Yeah, because yeah, he points the gun at him and Dale goes, um, the, the safety's on. And he goes, he goes, what? He turns the gun to to his face and hits the safety while his finger's on the trigger. Bah! Shoots himself. Yeah. So, yeah. So, everyone's, so, so everyone's offing themselves pretty well. Yeah. Um... So, uh, Chad reappears, and he attempts to shoot Tucker and Dale, but only manages to capture Tucker, who was uh, retrieving Dale's pet, Jangers. Is that the dog's name? Yeah, Jangers. Well, I didn't know the dog's name was Jangers. Huh? Yeah, it was a, it was like a bull mastiff-looking thing. It was really yep. cute. Yep, so, um, so they get Tucker, and they tie him upside down on a tree. Chad tortures Tucker and cuts off two of his fingers, and he sends them... Uh, with a message to Dale and attempt to draw him out. Yeah. Cause, cause there was an earlier scene where it was Dale told Allison to be like, Hey, I'm going to go out and I'll go look for your friends stuff like that. Well, he's calling out in the woods. He's like, he's like, guys, guys, I have your friend. I have your friend. Well, he couldn't find any of them. And so he left a, he left a message card to a tree that says, we got your friend. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and yes. it's like, oh, those sons of bitches. They got him. Oh no. All right, yeah, so Dale goes to the rescue Tucker. Um, but uh, Chad and Naomi, they kind of double back around, and they get back to Dale and Tucker's cabin to save Allison. Allison's trying to explain the situation to them, but they say, oh, no, 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 no. I remember, I studied this. You have Stockholm Syndrome, which is... After two days. Yeah, which is, you know, when your your captor when you, falls in love with the uh, the When, you're, when the you criminal. fall in love with yeah. the captor, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Tucker gets Dale, and, and they come back. Um, and so Allison, she attempts to, she sits everyone down. So she's got everyone, the remaining surviving college kids, Tucker and Dale. Well. And she kind of sits down to, to have a. Minus uh, Jason and Chloe. Yes. Uh, so she tries to uh, have an intervention with them, basically. A little discussion. Chad says his grandmother told him that his father was killed in Memorial Day Massacre and his mother was the lone survivor. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. And at this time, Jason so means, and Chloe... That means hillbillies killed his dad. That's right. So that's why he's so angry. That's why he yeah. doesn't trust the hillbillies. Yeah. Well, at this time, um, Jason and Chloe break in. And uh, they're trying to retrieve Allison and get her back. And this is when a fire breaks out. Because <laughs> Chad... Chad, like, lights something on fire and he throws it at Tucker. Tucker ducks and it hits Jason. He's like, what the hell, man? And then Chloe grabs a jar of moonshine and Tucker's like, uh, I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, don't, 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 don't do that. And then, and then he, he, <laughs> she pours it on trying to extinguish the fire. Well, it goes up and then the whole cabin just goes up in flames. Poor guys lost their cabin over these idiots. I know. Yep. Yeah. So, 
uh, Tucker, Dale, and Allison escape. Naomi, Chloe, and Jason, uh, they all die in the yeah, in the cause, fire. Because it's a massive explosion, yeah. too. It's pretty cool. Chad, who is now completely insane, vows revenge. And it, it, that was a cool effect, though, with his half-burned face. It's very Harvey Dent-esque. Mm, yeah, it was very two-faced. Very, very, yeah, very, nice. very nice. Say it! Say it! <laughs> that was my two-face. Yeah. You, you have no Harvey Dent energy. Dark Knight. <laughs> Heath Ledger, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing Heath Ledger's dead. I was just laughing at the R.I.P. jokes that we always say. R.I.P. Um, yeah. So, um, uh, after crashing their truck, an injured Tucker tells Dale that Chad has taken Allison to the old sawmill. Yeah, because Jangers woke up Dale. It's so sweet. No, Jangers all... is still alive. Yeah, he's like, Don't you hurt my dog! He was so mad about his dog. Don't touch my dog, you bitch! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's very Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Buffalo Dale. <laughs> it's better than Buffalo Bob, wasn't it? Buffalo I... Bob. Well, I don't know where that came. I was thinking of Sideshow Bob <laughs> that's, from The that's Simpsons. That's what you told me, like, that two was like, days after. You're because, like, you know what because, I was Because about? he was the villain. He, like, kidnapped Bart and was trying to kill Bart and all this. Yeah, because Bart is the one that outed him for robbing the Quickie Mart. Yeah, for being the uh, a, a criminal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we got yeah, sidetracked there. I mean, Bart deserves to die. <laughs> Bart does not. E. Bart doesn't deserve to die. You're crazy. No, no, no. It doesn't say die, Bart, die. It's German for the Bart. The. Ah. That's when our Sideshow Bob got Pearl. If I could get my soundboard to turn on right now, <laughs> I would hit the crickets. Don't hit the crickets. You're lucky. It's right there. Everyone loves the Simpsons. Come chirp, on. Chirp, 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 Yes, we love the Bart. Simpsons. Yep. All right. So here we are. We're at the sawmill. Yep. Uh, Chad ties Allison to a log and sets it to convey it into the saw. So basically, it's like the old... The old routine, like of like tying someone to the train tracks, but in this case, we're tying someone to a log, and we're slowly letting him go to the saw. Because <laughs> I'm evil with my handlebar and mustache. <laughs> yeah. So my thing is, the skull is so thick, so wouldn't it just like, like kind of just bump against the saw? Oh God, it would fucking it'd tear your head out. It'd stop the saw, but damn it, oh, that shit would hurt. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, Dale arrives and he rescues Allison. And the two barricade themselves inside an upstairs office where they discovered news clippings revealing Chad's father to be one of the hillbillies responsible for the massacre 20 years ago. Oh, shit. <coughs> and I love when they... um. So his dad didn't die. It was his dad... Well, I, I love when they do this. When they do this whole thing. You're you half hillbilly! <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was so great. I was like, oh my God. It's that's not it's not like an ethnicity or anything like that. But you're half hillbilly. He's like, no. He's like he's like when Luke Skywalker found out Darth Vader was his dad. <laughs> he was like, no, and throws himself into a fucking pit. You know, it was it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So Chad becomes enraged, uh, but Dale throws a box of chamomile tea at Chad, which Chad had told him earlier that he was allergic to. Yeah. Um, it gives him an asthma attack. Uh, Chad convulses, and um, he's like, "Oh no, he'll be fine. Once we get, we'll, we'll get him an EpiPen or whatever." And Chad starts convulsing and falls out the window to his apparent death. Yep. And now the police and the news crew arrive late at the cabin and broadcast a news report stating that the deaths appear to be the result of a suicide pact 
and a deranged killer who is revealed to be Chad. And he has survived his fall. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. The cameraman and the reporter are the same two from the film's opening scene. Tucker watches the report on the news um, while uh, getting better at the hospital. Uh, Dale comes in and, of course, brings him a beer and they discuss Tucker's recovery. Tucker asks Dale whether he managed to invite Allison on a date. And uh, Tucker says, no, I didn't, I didn't ask her. But she told me she's a good bowler and we're going bowling. So she pretty much asked him to go out. Yeah. So, very good. Because they're cute together. I like them. Yes. Um, later that night, they go bowling. And uh, Dale encourages his fellow hillbilly. He's like, man, listen. You just got to be yourself, buddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and so... We have this this scene that where is, that is so funny because Dale and Allison they're about to like talk and all that and confess their feelings and blah, 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 yeah. blah. but you just got focused on the background. Yeah, the background is basically his buddy who accidentally knocks this girl out that he's trying to he's With trying a to hook bowling up ball. He yeah. came up and just whack yeah. whacked her right smack there. her head. So this sets off a whole new misunderstanding thing of the socialites, the the preppies, and the hillbillies. Yeah, and, that's, and, and then Dale and Allison kiss, the end. And they kiss, the end. Very good movie. Lots Loved of fun. It. Loved it. So much fun. Uh, it is. Like I said, it, it really, it, it was so... It resonates well with us, because we know hillbillies. I know, and it's, because it was so fun. It's, I just love the way they, they, I don't know how they came up with the idea of that, but it was it was just really cool how they, um, how they sort of twisted it on its head. Well, I think it's it's an easy concept to think about because like you have your your hillbilly murderers, like you have like your mm-hmm. Sawyer family, you have Firefly family, you got you got the inbreds from Wrong Turn. Yep. Like you have all these hillbilly driven antagonists. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the director was thinking, like, what if I just changed Twisted. it? And it's kind of like what uh, Esther Hazy did with, like, I've talked about it a hundred times, with Slumbrian Mass Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> that, if you've not seen, I'm going to say it a hundred times. If you've not seen, uh, what's her first name? Uh, Danishka. Danishka, Esther Hazy's version of Slumber Party Massacre. It came out last year. You've got to watch that movie. Yes. That Phenomenally is done. so amazing. Yeah. If you like hot guys, you'll enjoy that movie. <laughs> you know, hot, a shower scene. Hot guys in the shower. It's so fun. Ooh, <laughs> soaping up his nipples. It's <laughs> fucking disgusting. But yeah, I, I just think like, especially in like, like the modern era of horror movies, because there's, there's a lot that try to do the same things over and over and over. And then there's one like, like Slumber Party Massacre, like, like Dale, or Tucker and Dale that, the directors just think like, "What if I changed it just a little bit and make it some something completely different, something new, and then just ran with it?" You know, because normally it's like, like a lot of your horror movies. Or... Sorry, hit the wrong button. <laughs> okay. uh, but normally it's your horror movies that are like, like the your socialites are going to be your your driven protagonists. You know, it's like the mm. group of teenagers that are trying to survive the hillbillies. Yeah. But then in this movie... It's always, it's always like the ones... And they set it up like that perfectly. It's like you really don't like any of the crew, but there's always that one, like Allison in this, in this case. Yeah. Was the one that you, you like. Yeah, but they kind of flipped it where it was the hillbillies as protagonists and the socialites as the antagonists. And it just, it just made it like really fun, really enjoyable, and just an amazing experience to watch. It was. It was great. Yeah. All right, I almost forgot. Uh, inappropriate dad joke of the week. Oh damn it! <laughs> I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I was like, oh man, because I, I had one. Um, you forgot last week too. Well, I was. We were sick. I was sick last True. week, so I could do that. And I was on the verge of being sick. Yeah. 
um, these uh, geneticists in Canada, they're trying to come up with a, a uh, new food source of combining two different things. And they took um, a moose penis. Okay. And they're combining it with a Idaho russet potato. Okay. It's called a dictator. <laughs> That's your inappropriate judge of the week. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's, it's a dictator. <laughs> we got it. Dick, dick, dick. See, it's a dictate. It's a dick. Okay. Hey, our next movie. Speaking of dictator. Speaking of dicks. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Army of Darkness, 1992. Uh, this movie was directed, co-written, and co-edited by Sam Raimi. Uh, his brother had a hand in it too, uh, Ivan Raimi. Yeah. Uh, stars the incomparable Bruce Campbell. And he is beautiful in this movie. I'll tell you that right now. Give me some sugar, baby. Give me. I will give you all the sugar, young Bruce Campbell. Ash, in Ash this. Williams is is created. I mean, it honestly has created one of the greatest heroes of. I thought you were saying one of the greatest sayings. No, one of the great. Yeah, one of the greatest heroes of of all time. Moviedom. I yeah. mean, this is Ash Williams is the guy because he's such an arrogant prick. But he's got a he's kind of has a little heart of gold, but he's really in he's really all about himself. But he's very arrogant. He doesn't give a shit. That's why. Yeah, and he's but he's really good at what he does. It's amazing. Yeah, but yeah, Ash Williams in this movie. Ooh la la! Oh my god! <laughs> I climbed that tree. Shake those nuts, Ash Williams. Isn't it ash tree? Hey yo! So like we said, this is the sequel. This now this is the direct sequel from uh, Evil Dead Two, where Evil Dead Two stops. This takes takes over. Um, we said it stars uh, Bruce Campbell and um, and Beth Davids. Davids. Um, yeah. She she plays uh, Sheila, I believe. Yeah. If I remember correctly. But they did a lot of they did some uh, recon from the end of Evil Dead Two to um, Army yeah. of Darkness because yeah. the end of Evil Dead Two, if you want to be precise about it, they he gets sent into Middle Ages and then he kills a Deadite and then they're like, "Oh, hail the king!" You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he it starts out this movie. He's a prisoner for. Yeah. So he gets yeah. So let's let's get into it. It yeah. really um like I said uh this movie uh released in the United States. Wow. Yep. There's a director's cut, which is what you usually watch ninety six minutes. Um, that was released internationally. Yeah. Uh, it was made for eleven million dollars. Maybe made twenty one point five million dollars. Not too bad. It does. Yep. Yeah. Wasn't bad at all. Um, this really, these movies really got Raimi's career going. Mm-hmm. Um, had a huge, huge, huge cult following after it came out on video. It was like, oh, this is the Evil Dead guys, mm-hmm. and you know, with all the you know the chase cameras and all the 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 really cool effects and whatnot, and it really yeah. it just resonates with people. Yeah, I I love the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, they're, they're all so good, and yeah. like even, even like the new ones, but like the newer ones that take a more serious approach to it, the they're new ones still are good, amazing. They're still really freaking. Evil Dead good. Rise was was absolutely probably one of my favorite horror movies released recently in the last several years. Yeah, just... yeah, and I know people didn't really like it, but I like what Raimi did with uh, Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh yeah, because it, it it gave it a horror feel. Yep. Because I mean that's what Raimi's known for is doing doing mm-hmm. Evil Dead, and so it's like you you watch it and you're like, yeah, this is a superhero movie, but it's like it's creepy. That and the first Spider Man. Yes. He did Spider-Man. Yeah. So. All right. Let's go. 
Yeah. So as Evil Dead Two ends, uh, basically, um, Ash gets transported back to the Ashley Williams. <laughs> yeah, Ashley Williams. He gets um, taken back to the Middle Ages, and he's captured by uh, Lord Arthur's men. Basically, he gets sucked in this portal with his car gets sucked in, and of course the chainsaw and the gun and everything he's got. It's boomstick. He has boomstick. They all come in there. Well, they um, the 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 um, the, Arthur. No, not Arthur. The the medicine man, whatever he is, the wizard guy. He comes over and he says, "Well, this may be the guy that was prophesized." This may be the prophet. Yeah, and Arthur's like, Arthur's like, uh, no, he he's probably a spy for um, for Duke Henry, who is you know the sworn enemy of Arthur. Um, so with that, he gets, Ash gets taken into the, uh, castle and of course with him, they've captured Henry and some of his, um, cohorts. Uh, they've confiscated his shotgun and chainsaw and boo. yeah, boo. And so they take him in and of course, you know, this is where we first meet Sheila and you find out Sheila's brother was killed in battle and she, does she hit? Does she hit him with a rock? Yeah, she, she throws a rock at him. I think she spits at him first. And then, she spits at him, and then they took the first guy, put him in yeah, the pit yeah. so they, with the pit witch, and then it was the geyser of blood. Yeah, yeah, that's what's that's what's so cool. So that's where I was getting at. So they bring them all up, all up there, all up to the front, and um, all up to the pit, and one of Henry's men they push him in, and you hear him scream ah, and it's quiet, and I mean it's quiet for like thirty seconds. And then you hear him scream, ah, and this geyser of blood shoots out of the pit. <laughs> I mean, just going, 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 stops. And the crowd cheers. Yeah! And then Shield throws a rocket at Ash. No, wait, 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 no, wait, wait. This is where Ash, this is where you start to get to know Ash. Ash, Ash goes, hey, points at Henry. I don't even know this asshole. He's like, I just, you, you gotta tell him. You gotta tell him. He's like, I don't think he'd listen to you, lad. He's like, no, I'm not even supposed to be here. And here comes the rock. Shield throws rock. Hits him in the head. And Ash goes falling into the pit. And he gets up. And he meets the pit witch. And he meets the deadite, yeah, pit witch, basically. And she is the greatest fighter you've ever seen. She does all the backflips and all the... The crap, and she's like kicking him and hitting him, and uh, the, the, <coughs> the magic man. <laughs> yep, and all this stuff. Um, and so, um, so he's fighting this this uh, witch basically. It's a night, but yeah. And so Arthur's wise man, he's um, he yells down. He's like, he goes chosen one or whatever he calls him, and throws out his uh, chainsaw. And the chainsaw flips, 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 and Ash jumps up perfectly. It lands perfectly on his arm. And he starts the chainsaw. And now it's on. Yeah. So he kills the witch. And then... Um, he's trying to climb. <laughs> yeah, well, well, he's, tr- well he's, he's trying to get out, and um, Arthur orders the spikes to be... So this pit's got spikes on the side no, of it. Well, no, and he... the spikes start closing in, and then this other deadite comes out of the wall. Which is the pit bitch. <laughs> yeah. And so... Ash takes his takes his belt off and slaps it around the rope that's controlling the mechanism going up and down or the chain, and um, <laughs> he he gets up there, and um, or he gets he finally gets out and of course the the claws close on the on the deadite and killing the other deadite or pitch. supposedly killing the other deadite. Pit bitch. 
Yeah, pit bitch. Sorry. Why are you calling him pit bitch? Because it's the pit witch he killed first, and it's the pit bitch. Oh, I killed. get it. You're being jokey, joker. Yeah. Ha ha, comedy bullshit. <laughs> okay, MJF. That's MJF, yeah. So he gets to the top, and he is obviously pissed off. He is not happy. And everyone's kind of staring at him like, oh shit, that's never happened before. And he's standing there, and he walks up to Arthur and he goes, hey. Your shoe's untied. Your shoe's untied. Now, here's a guy who's wearing metal boots. Doesn't know. <laughs> I think he says your shoelace is untied. Yeah. He doesn't know what shoelaces are. And so, he still he looks down. <laughs> and Ash fucking nails him. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> And so, of course, the uh, Arthur's he's he's been um, he's he's emasculated. Yeah, he's been emasculated. So he calls his his sword man to come over, and he gets his sword out. <laughs> he does it so mean too. He's like sword man, and the yeah. sword man kneels down with the sword, and he like kicks him, him to down. get it out of the sheath. Yeah, <laughs> kicks him, and he holds it up, and he's like, "I will not have my honor besmirched." And you're bam, and Ash had taken his shotgun and shot the the sword in half. That's this is the whole boomstick. <laughs> yep, that and he, he got at, at Beast or Shop Smart Shop S, S Smart. Smart. Yeah, where he gets the whole. He goes, he goes. This is the top of the line Remington double barrel shotgun. It has a walnut stock. It gives the whole deal in it. Yeah. Retails for one nineteen ninety, which is actually a good deal for that shotgun. Oh yeah. He tells him, "You shop smart, shop S Smart." You got that! And everyone kind of jumps back. <laughs> and that's not love. It's just dead he, silent. We he, just hear Ash just going off when, about when he, this gun. When he, when he calls them all primates, he's like, Don't you, any of you primates touch me again? And he's all, he's all pissed off. So, the, um... Uh, no. Oh, yeah. So, the, the pit bitch, as Sidney is calling <laughs> jumps back out of the pit and... Ash turns around because Arthur says something to him, and Ash spins around and yells, move, or something like that, and Arthur kind of ducks out of the way, and Ash shoots and kills the uh, pit bitch, putting it back in the pit again. Pit bitch. Yep. So, now, according to the wise men, the only way that Ash can return to his time is through the magical Necronomicon Ex Mortis, which is the Book of the Dead. The Necronomicon. Yeah. So, while he's getting explained, while he's explaining this, of course... We have a scene where Ash is being fed grapes and a, this big ass turkey, turkey leg. leg. Yep. And, then, and then Sheila comes out to him and he's like, he's like, first you want to kill me, now you want to kiss, kiss me. me. <laughs> <laughs> he's real, real arrogant. It's awesome. Um, a deadite takes over the uh, the lady who's cooking the stew. And what does he say? He says, what does he say to her? He's like, um. Was it, hey, oh, is it like, hey, she bitch, come get some. <laughs> it's awesome. He's just, he's the king of the one-liner. He's just, he's like the king of cool. He is the king of cool. Yeah. And so he does, so he eventually agrees that he's going to go um, on this search for the Necronomicon. <clears throat> uh, so he goes and sees a blacksmith and they create this hand for him, which is, you know, made of metal and is able to crush things and. Groovy. Yeah, he curses that can, and everyone's like, Ooh. he goes, groovy. <laughs> so, they all, they take him up um, to the haunted forest, 
and of course he has to go in there on his own. And this is where we do the uh, the chase camera, like like the demon cam. Yeah, that's what they call it on Impractical Jokers. The demon cam. <laughs> the that chases demon the, cam. Yeah. There's an unforeseen. There's an unseen force that chases Ash into a windmill. Um, Your stereotypical Evil Dead yeah. thing, where it's obviously someone that's just holding a camera and running through the woods, mm. and then you just see like Ash's face and like close. I was like, ah! Yep, so he gets running. in, yeah, and he runs, and he smashes in this. Oh wait, he wasn't running; he was on a horse. That's right. <laughs> and he got knocked off the horse by a tree. <laughs> I forgot about the horse. <laughs> and so he, um, so he gets to the windmill, and he breaks. It, it ends up breaking this um, mirror. And, Burn it down! I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> And so his little reflections in the mirror, these little pieces of mirror, they all become little ashes. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of like quickly turns into Gulliver's Travels, where, where they where they tie him down. And I mean, the, the scenes with I, all this. Actually, I think of it more as like <coughs> scene from Pirates of the Caribbean with Jack on the ship with all the other Jacks. Yeah, it really is. If they, if, if they were like 10 inches tall, it'd be the same thing. Yeah. So they come to life and they start antagonizing Um and I mean, it's it's just a great bit. So like, you know, of course he's trying to stop him. And he steps on a nail and he throws a fork at one, killing one. And <laughs> it's just it's just a really cool bit. And he ends up knocking himself out in the pot. And he wakes up and he's tied down. Um, so he he starts to break loose, and I love it because the one ash is running. It, it's like it's like a scene from um, it's the scene that you see in every Godzilla movie, where it's yeah. Godzilla in the background and the little lady runs from the camera going. Ah! So one of the ash does, and the other one grabs him and pulls him out. Yeah. Yep. So they get him down, and one of the one of the small ashes jumps into his mouth, and he swallows him. And of course, he tries to drink that hot water to boil him, but that doesn't work. No. So the yeah, this 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 great bit where Ash is slowly becoming two different people, or becoming sort of like Siamese twins. And they do like the but crab walk together. It's and two all, heads. It's two heads. And they're, two running, heads and they're run, trying to crab walk. Yeah, and the, try the, to... yeah, they're running out in front of the moon and they do the howl. Ow! Thing. Yep. <laughs> and they finally break apart. One's, one's like, uh, so they break apart and it's Ash versus Ash. And evil. Ash versus yeah. Bad Ash. Yeah, Bad Ash goes, yeah, I'm Bad Ash and you're Good Ash. You're Goody Two Shoes Ash, Mr. Goody Two Shoes. He keeps jabbing him, hitting him, hitting him, hitting him, hitting him. And Ash goes, and all of a sudden, Bad Ash looks, and he's got a barrel of a shotgun right in his face. And he shoots him. He goes, good, bad, I'm the one with the gun. That's <laughs> <laughs> so great. I love it. It's like, it's awesome. And so he chops him up. So he chops up Bad Ash. And he um, buries him in this pit, dismembered. And his head rolls out of the bag. And he's like, Bad Ash goes, you're going to die before you get the next and Ash goes, uh, you got something on your face there. And ben Ash goes, huh, where? And Ash throws dirt on him. Like, it's just, it's just Ash Williams being Ash Williams. It's, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, so we get to we finally get to where the Necronomicon's at. Yeah, so we get to that where the Necronomicon, Necronomicon is. Um, and he finds three books instead of one. And, uh, he's got to determine which one is real. And so he grabs the, the one. The, the wise he opens, man told him. Wait, wait. So wait. There's three books. Hang on. We'll, we'll get to the, we'll get to the words part. Okay. The three books. The one book sucks him in like this little portal, and he gets pulled back out. And there's that bit where it's got he has the long it's, face, it's, uh-huh. and he has to keep shaking his face to get it to come back right. 
that's the wrong book. And so the second one, he's like, he goes to grab the real one. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. I'm getting the other one. Grabs the other one. It ends up being like a bat and it bites his damn hand and <laughs> flies around and finally lands. And so he goes to grab the real book. And he goes, oh, my God, I forgot. It's because the wise man told him the words to say. The words are Klaatu Barada Nikto. Nikto. Yep. And he gets him. He, he gets- has this big dramatic part. And he goes, Klaatu Barada N- <sighs> And it's the face of a defeated man. Yes. <laughs> Necktie. Nectar. Necta. And he's trying to think. He can't remember the word. And so he goes. He looks around and he goes. Klaatu. Barata. There. <laughs> and he picks the book up. And of course everything goes to shit. He's like, I said the words. I said the words. <laughs> And he grabs the book and he gets the hell out of there. Uh, but in the meantime, which he doesn't know, so Bad Ash is come back to life, come out of the grave. Yeah, because and he, he is, didn't say the word yeah. right. And so he's raising this army of basically it's all skeletons. It's the army of darkness. Yeah, it's army of darkness. Um, raising all the deadites up, and I, I love the I love how they did the skeletons. I mean, you got to think this is back in '92. It's really cool looking. Yeah, there's one that was like like playing the flute. There's one playing the drums. Mm. <laughs> it's like a full on army. It was. It was like thousands of them everywhere, and they're digging each other up out of the um, out of the ground. And so yes, this becomes the army of darkness. And so Ash he gets back to the ca- gets back to the castle, and in the meantime, the wise man's like, "There's something wrong because there's thunder and lightning and all this stuff." And um, Ash get back gets back and says, you know, he 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 wants he wants to be sent home. And the wise man's like, did you say the words? He goes, I may not have said every syllable. <laughs> so Arthur says, you know what? We're men of our word. We will send you home. And they're all just defeated because they know the deadites are coming to kill them. So Ash is like, all right, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to jet. And this is when Sheila comes up. And she's like, what about the, the things we shared in the, in the words? And he's, that's when he says, the, oh, that's what we call pillow talk, baby. <laughs> <clears throat> and so everyone's all disappointed in Ash because he didn't hold up his end of the bargain. But they are going to send him home. But a deadite, a flying deadite, this like, this like pterodactyl looking thing. It looks really cool. Oh, it looks really great. Yeah, it was awesome. Flies in and takes Sheila and takes her back to where Evil Ash is. Bad Ash. <laughs> yep. And so this gives our hero Ash a change of heart. And he is determined to lead the outnumbered humans because there's only like 60 of them, they said. Of course, the army's like thousands. And um, he, um, he, he finally, it's a funny part because he finally, he's like, who will stand with me? And... No, yeah. when they're all kind of like, like uh, uh, no, we really want to get out of here. And finally, the one guy, he's like, I'll stand with you. And then they all decide they're to go like, sailing. Yeah, mm. sure. Sure, we got it. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Don't worry. So, Ash finds his 1973 Oldsmobile Delta 8. My Delta, my 98 Oldsmobile. Oh, that's 88, right? Sorry, I was mm-hmm. singing the chunk. An Oldsmobile Delta 88. Yeah, so, was it 98 or was it 88, the Oldsmobile? I can't remember. Public Enemy had a song. Uh, I, I know. 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 You don't know. 
I don't listen to a whole lot old, of public enemy. Old guy. Old guy. So he gets the car, and in the back of it, he's got all these chemistry books for some reason. And they make all these gunpowder bombs and whatnot. And they also um, send out word to Duke Henry to come help. And um, so the Deadites attack, of course. And it's it's funny because they start shooting all the arrows, and it's, they have gunpowder. And things are exploding, of course, back then. They weren't used to all that and all the... Yeah. The the skeletons are blowing up all over. And yeah. It's, it's but I mean, amazing. the skeletons took out a few of them too. Oh yeah, yeah, they did good. Um, and of course, they're they're trying to ram the castle with that big big log. Yeah. So it's 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 basically it's you it's you basically your medieval battle, but it's deadites versus you know humans. And the humans win. Yeah. Well, Yay. they yeah. Well, and they get in. Of course, they're trying to get the Necronomicon back. Um, Ash, of course, he successfully leads his the team over the deadites. They win. And he ends up blowing up Evil Ash because Evil Ash falls on the catapult. Yeah. And what does he, he says something to him? Oh God! What did he say before he launches him? I can't remember what it was, but it was funny as hell. Ugh! Now makes me mad because I can see mm-hmm. the scene. I can see Bruce Campbell mouthing something, but I forget what it is. Yeah. That part and the part where they he uh he put the big propeller on the front of uh, of the car. It was riding around <laughs> chopping up all the yeah. all the skeletons. That was really cool. It was very dead alive. Um, Push mower. Yes. Happening yes, there. Yes, much. So, well, anyway, so they end up saving the day, of course. Ooh, they save Sheila. Because Sheila yeah. was turned to a dead eye, and then they brought her back, and then yeah. the whole thing. And then, at the end of it, Arthur and Henry's men, they kind of face off in the middle, because Henry did show up to help them. And they hug, and they, they, end, they end up resolving their issues, and everyone's well, because they, happy. Because Henry said at the beginning that he'd never had an issue with Arthur. Well, they thought... Arthur they, thought that it was Henry's men that kept attacking him, Henry thought that it was but Arthur's it was man, but it was the Deadites. Yeah, the Deadites were attacking. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, they use a passage from the Necronomicon. The wise man tells him how to return to the present. Uh, he gives him a potion, and he has to recite the same phrases earlier. Earlier. You know, Klatu Barata Nikto. Well, he gets back to present day. And we see Ash at the S-Mart. Shop and, smart. Yep. Shop S-Mart. And there he's talking to um, uh, Sam Raimi's brother. <laughs> That's who yeah. it is. Ivan. Uh, I don't think... Was it Ivan? Ivan was his brother, yeah. I thought there was a, I thought there was another Raimi. No, no. I, no, there's another Raimi. No, but Ivan was in this movie. No. Was he? Yes. You're wrong. No. Ted. It, Ted Raimi. Ha! Ha! Okay. Told you it was Ted. Well, I know was Ivan Ted. was in this movie. Yeah, but Ted... It was Ted. So, um... <laughs> so... Ted asks, so he tells a story, he's telling the story, and of course there's this hot customer there listening to it. He's like, you know, they wanted me to stay and be king, but I had to come back. And so um, Ted Raimi is an employee there, asks him, well, did you, did you say the words right this time? And he goes, you know, maybe I didn't say every syllable. <laughs> and uh, about this time, um, a surviving deadite becomes present in the, in the store. And... She's like, Aah! and everyone's freaking out, screaming, yelling. And um, she throws Ash to the uh, gun case. And he had this great scene where Ash is like on a cart rolling and shooting her like a hundred times with the, dang sh- with the rifle. Yeah. And um, he finally ends up using the Winchester rifle and kill- kills her. And he grabs that hot, that hot customer and he dips her down. And he goes, hail to the king, baby. 
and gives her a big her. old kiss. And that's how the movie ends. That's how the movie ends, yeah. Yes. Of course, there was a there was a sadder original ending, but then it was cut because you know Universal's weird. Well, it, well, it you didn't want to have the depressing tone with it. This movie really, I, I think the way the, the movie, I think the, that ending with the hail to the king, baby, is is Ash Williams' perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I like that that ending too. But also the original ending, I like how it did end up on a darker note. But that's just me being a weirdo. So. <laughs> Nice. Sorry. But yeah, this movie, 10 out of 10. You're cracking up through the whole thing. Some people might say it's too much. I think it's the perfect amount because it shows just who Ash Williams is. Little known fact, Bill Mosley's in this movie. Really? He plays one of the Daylight Captains, yes. Really? Yeah, so there you go. Oh my God, Bill Mosley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, what is that, number three on, on the It's possible five? three or four, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's become, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. He's gonna be in the the uh, the slash of trash Hall of Fame. Slash trash Hall of Fame, yes. Yeah, him, Tony Todd, and Bruce Campbell. That's it. There you go. Bruce, Bruce Campbell and, and Jim. First <laughs> first ballot Hall of Famer, Bruce Campbell. So this movie to me is just it is just so well done. I love it. It's just so well done. It's just fantastic. It's it's just so much fun. You don't have to you don't have to know anything about the original movie to, to get it. And the jokes are just they everything hits. Everything in this movie absolutely hits. Yes. He's so over the top, and Bruce Campbell just leans so far into this role. It's just, it's just so, it's, it'll always be Ash Williams, no matter what. Yeah. Always. And I love how Bruce Campbell's really leaned into that, though, because you oh, have, yeah. like, your celebrities, like, you have, like, Harrison Ford that doesn't really want to talk about, like, Indiana Jones or Han Solo or anything. Bruce Campbell's like, hell, talk about Ash, I don't give a yeah, shit. he loves it. <laughs> well, he, do, he does that, that Bruce Campbell night, and he does, like, a game show yeah, tour and all Bruce that. Yeah, Bruce-arama, because... I, I, I would love to go see that. Yeah, yeah. BQ went to one of them. Did he? Yeah, he was, awesome. he was, one, of the, he was yeah. one of the guest stars Yeah, there. and if you watch uh, Practical Jokers, you got to check out the, the episode with Bruce Campbell. It's, yeah, it's I mean, it's, awesome. it's in the, the last season that they did, so Joe, <laughs> Joe isn't there. But it's, it's still really freaking funny. I love it. I love Bruce Campbell so much. No, Joe. No, Joe. I love Joe Gatto, though. All right. Well, are you ready? I am ready. Are you sure? Because you said you were worried about this. Time. I am worried, but I'm ready. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. It's time for judgment. Let's go. Fast five second count too. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, I cut it. I cut that part out, so it doesn't. I know, but we still talk about it though. So I, I kind of come up with really good questions. You said you did. I was, I was. I, no, I said I came up with questions. Right, I have five questions. Okay, five. These, these are thought provoking questions, though. These, okay. these are gonna make. These are gonna make you think. Okay. All right. Oh God, thinking. All right. Here we do go. Do we have? Do we have a fire extinguisher on standby? Uh, thinking. Possibly yes. Okay. All right. I want to know your top five comedy horror movies. They can be in any certain order. Okay. I told you my top three. I, yeah. I don't know that I have the top five, but top three 
definitely to me number one is Army of Darkness. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll put that one as my uh, Army of Darkness is number one. Number two for me is Shaun of the Dead. Number three is Young Frankenstein. Okay. Well, is this is this my question? This is your question. Answer? Yeah, but those are my top three. I told you that the other day. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So um. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Right. I I'd say my number one is probably Young Frankenstein. Only because I, I just, I love it so much. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I, that's acceptable, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's my number one. Um, number two, probably Army of Darkness, if we're gonna go there with that one. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Army of Darkness is just good. Hang on, I gotta, I gotta look at some of these, because some of them are on my list. Shaun of the Dead. Hey, shut up, man! be top five. Shut up. And what's funny is, um, uh, the, the Tucker and Dale, that is... That it's probably in my top five now. After after watching that movie for like the third time, yeah. it's either my second or third time watching it. Um, it's just I, I just love how it's done. It's just it's, it's so, so well done. It's so funny because you yes. don't expect it. It's not what you expect at all. It's it's almost like it's almost like Final Destination. Almost the way people die. Yes, it's very it, much it's Final Destination esque. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Young Frankenstein. Uh, Army of Darkness. Um, I'll put Shaun of the Dead at number three because it's it's so just so funny, it's, it's, awesome. it's so good. Yeah. I love it. It's coming up on a future episode. Yes. Just saying that right now. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other comedy horror movies. Um. Dead Alive. That's another one. That's a that's very comedy horror. It's got a lot of comedy in it. Uh, Actually, my number four is going to be Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny. But it is. It's funny. Busta Rhymes doing the what? That's why. Karate Busta, Kung Fu Busta. Karate Busta is definitely up there. And then number five, Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, I love Willy's Wonderland. That's, that's, Nick Cage, baby. I swear, that... And I don't want to ruin the, oh the, the Five Nights at Five Freddy's. Five Nights is such a letdown! I know, it could have been so much it better. It was such it a letdown! It could have been so much better. If they had taken some more stuff from Willy's Wonderland, I and think it would have been And Banana Splits. Yes. Because there was no gore. No. There was none! No. That's right. Uh, All yeah. right, question two. Would you rather fight... Oh, God. Ten mini ashes <laughs> or one Dale-sized squirrel? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to. The thing is, I don't want to hurt little ashes, but I also don't want to hurt the squirrel. <laughs> Dale's a big dude, man. I'm telling you, you gotta, you gotta watch. But I don't want to hurt the it's squirrel. Big ass, I'd be a big ass squirrel. You chewing your nuts? It would kind of be like Octavius in uh, Battle of the Smithsonian, whenever he's riding the squirrel. Yeah, that's kind of what I think it'd be like. All right. Like I don't want to hurt the squirrel, and I don't want to hurt the tiny ashes. You gotta pick one. You gotta pick one to fight. <sighs> Can I keep one of the ashes as a pet? You gotta fight. I didn't say you had to kill him. I said you had to fight him. Okay, then I'll I'll, f- I'll fight the mini ashes because I'll just like flick them. I don't know, man. Ashes, it's ashes, is pretty tough. I'm, I'm yeah, but then I keep one in a jar. I have to take. Would you put? You'd have to put holes in it though so you could breathe. <laughs> I get it. Like like a lightning bug. <laughs> I make it like a like that episode of SpongeBob whenever they went one. You get him a Barbie dream house. Yes. yes. <laughs> Shit. I get him a dream house. Oh my god. Yes, 
I would keep one of the ashes as a pet. <laughs> oh, God, have a little Barbie for him? Ooh, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, like, like, no, it's more like that episode of Spongebob, whatever they all, the whole time. Why do you shrunk? always, re- Spongebob is in the Hall of Fame. You reference Spongebob every episode. Ooh, whatever, the whole town gets shrunk, and Patrick's holding Squidward, he's like, fighter pilot, Ooh, here comes a giant fist! Like, it's I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, M for Mumbo and W for Wumbo. (laughs) 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 I've lost it. Don't do it! Don't! No! Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) Here comes the giant fist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. All right. Question number three. This okay. this is a tough question. This okay. this is gonna be tough. All right. Okay. We're in another universe. Okay. Bruce Campbell does not exist. Oh shit. Who do you cast as Ash Williams? Ooh. I thought about this the other day. I was like, I got it. I know who I'd, I. I have two that I would cast. Ooh. I don't know. Damn, I don't, I don't know. Um, hmm. Nick Cage. Okay. <laughs> that's one of them. Nick Cage. It's just Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Oh, that's good. And then. I got two really good ones. I'll give you mine. Yeah, give, give, me, give me yours. First one would be Carl Urban. Oh my God, that would be fantastic. Billy Butcher himself, yes. That would be fantastic. Number two, a young Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh my god, that would be amazing. Are you I thought kidding? about that. Obviously, I literally wrote that question. I was like, who would I pick? I Carl was thinking, Urban. I was like, Carl Urban would be awesome. It's just, especially, you just let him do the British or, thing. Or, I got one better. Just let him do the British. I got one better. So I got, I got Nick Cage, mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles, like, as Soldier Boy. <laughs> oh my god. So, I've been watching the PSAs that he does on yes. YouTube. He is so Yes, not funny. so much like Sam Winchester, Jensen Ackles, more no. Soldier Boy, Jensen oh Ackles. The, the don't do drugs one. Yes. That does the behind the scenes things. Or Chase Crawford, that'd He's be like, funny. Hey, don't do drugs, you're a loser. I guess that Chase makes me Crawford. a loser, am I right? <laughs> Chase Crawford, the guy who plays the deep. <laughs> it was Ash. He could probably pull it off. Yeah. He probably could. So. Yeah. That's a good question, though. Anyone right. in the boys' universe can yeah. be Ash. Oh, my God. Laz Alonzo. Oh, my God. That would be badass. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. There you go. All right. Question four. Who's a better catch, Tucker or Dale? Dale. You think? Yeah. Tucker's pretty handy other than you get him in a chainsaw with the... the, he's, the... Too, he's too skinny and weird. Oh, gosh. I need a big boy to look. I need a big man, big man loving. I need a bear. No, but like Dale seems more sweet. Tucker just seems, I don't know. There's something about Tucker. I don't know. I think it's because, I think it's because his actor was a bad guy in the Scorch Trials. And that's why I landed that. Was he in Spongebob too? No. You sure he wasn't like Squidward, Squidward? Alright, what's this week's Slash, Sydney? Army of Darkness. I mean, I love both of these movies. I love Tucker and Dale. 
I love it, but come on, it's Ash Williams. I'm Ash doing Williams, thumbs up. I'm doing thumbs up on a podcast because no one Ash can see Williams me do it. Ash Williams is the coolest motherfucker alive besides Tony Todd. So, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's Bruce Campbell. You cannot go wrong. It is funny. It has the geyser of blood. It has one-liners, the badass-looking deadites. It's the army itself just looking spectacular for 92. Like, it's, like, it's, it's amazing. You you did you did right because you know I'm feeling better and you don't want you don't want to see me get sick again by you choosing against my favorite comedy horror movie. Yes. So, all right. So I'm I'm proud of you. Yeah. Good taste. That means your winner this week. Congratulations to Sam Raimi, Ivan Raimi, the amazing, incomparable Bruce Campbell. Woohoo! Hubba hubba. Your 1992. <laughs> Army of Darkness is this week's slash. And like Sydney always says, wherever there's a winner, there has to be a non winner. <laughs> That's not what I say. <laughs> and we both say where there's a winner that loser. There must be a loser. But anyway. Uh my deepest condolences to Eli Craig, Morgan Jurgensen, um, stars, Tyler Labine, Alan Tudyk. Uh, Katrina Bowden, Jesse Moss, Chelan Simmons. Uh, your 2010 black comedy horror film, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, is this week's trash. Now, it is still a fantastic movie. Oh, I'm just going to say that yep. right now. Without question. Alright, let's get some shout-outs. Uh, shout out. Yep, shout-out to uh, Terrors of Tubi. That is at Terrors of Tubi. Um, they started following us. He's got a podcast... Um, he does animated stuff. He reviews horror movies that are on Tubi. If you ever watch Tubi, they have some good horror movies, and they have some straight up trash horror movies. So yeah. I definitely want to start listening to this podcast. There, um, there is some there, there is yeah. some stuff on Tubi. Yes, for sure. Well, uh, we watched we watched the Collector. I showed you the Collector. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That was one of the few good ones that we saw. <laughs> yep. Shout out to uh, Skyler. I can't read your pod. Uh, you may be a bot. Never mind. Never mind, Skylar, you're, you're bot. bot. Yeah, I saw saw the the, the hot European woman. <laughs> um, Natasha Johnson, shout out to you. Uh, let's see who uh, Jess Lee, shout out to you for following us this week. The Dark Nerdy Mama and Jason Lane, shout out to you guys for following us this week. And uh, Tales of Terror, they do. Um, he does a bunch of different things online, and he had a question. That was uh, what was the best rape revenge film, and I said Deliverance. <laughs> he was like, "Oh my god!" So yeah, so uh, check us out on the X uh, slash Trash Pod at slash Trash Pod. My personal Twitter is at tn godfather f o d d e r. Mine's at Sid Townsend twelve twenty one. All right, and that's it. Um, ready for movies next week. Hopefully, hopefully people listen to this and. Uh, so, so you ready? I'm ready. Actually, we're going to start out with something different. Okay. And now for something completely different. Something completely different. So, I got you a present. Oh, sweet. What'd you get me? I need you to close your eyes and put your phone down. Okay. Phone down. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Hold out your hands, please. And there went the gate. All right. Open your eyes. It's a doll. It's a zombie. <laughs> zombie. It's a zombie. It doesn't work. Uh, well, why does it? Not, why does it, it not work? I don't know. It doesn't have batteries. I don't think. 
Aww, put, put it as a zombie. We're gonna put the zombie on uh, Twitter. Yeah. All right. Pose with it real quick. Oh. Really quick. Yeah. Pose with our Can little zombie. All right. Cute. Okay. So I gave you that. That way you'd feel better about the movies I'm picking for next week. Okay. Let's so, baby here with all the, all the pop vinyls we've got. Yes. So. All right. The week that this episode comes out is the week of Thanksgiving. Is it really? The episode that I am hosting comes oh out Oh my god, yes, because I know what one of them is. I know what one of them is. So, your first film for this week is 2007's Thanksgiving. Yes, turkey, yes! It is a god-awful movie. Yes! No, Turkey's fucking awesome. No, it is an awful movie. You and I both It, is, it is a terrible movie, but... <laughs> and so, what other terrible movie could I think of? What other just horrible movie could I possibly get to put up against Thanksgiving? There's a doll. Wait a minute. Wait, let me guess. There's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with him. Okay, well, why, why do I have that? I gave it to you to make you feel better. Oh, well, thank you. We got our uh, okay, baby. Good. All right. Because... The next movie we're covering is 1987's Jaws the Revenge. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I would rather watch Thanksgiving a hundred times than watch Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> somebody, somebody posted on Twitter earlier. They were like, uh, what is your guilty pleasure? And someone wrote Jaws the Revenge. And I literally took every ounce of energy to <gasps> not write fuck you back to <laughs> fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. Don't you ruin the franchise. <laughs> you you ruined it. It did. It did. <laughs> See, I can kind of overlook the Dennis Quaid Jaws three. Jaws the Revenge. That's <laughs> like it was like I said about with Jason X. It was just like you ruined. Don't no. Don't. Jason X is at least watchable. Yeah, but they oh god, they destroyed it. It's just that's like what Damon Leland said about about Art the Clown. He wants to do like because the Terrifier three is happening. It's going to come out yes. next year. But he talked about he wants to respect the character he doesn't want it he doesn't want art art the clown 10 art takes the mars or something art it's, takes it's, mars. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't want that you don't want to destroy a strong independent woman like ellen brody and run her into the ground because of the death of martin that's exactly. all i'm gonna say about jaws the revenge it sucks but so does things killing so you know what is a perfect matchup <laughs> it's gonna be a fun week it's gonna be fun it's gonna be interesting what are we going to name him? That yeah. is Jim. Yes! Jim the zombie! <laughs> Jim. Jim is here. We have to get batteries for Jim and we'll... Uh, we'll, we'll figure out what he does. Yeah, we'll see what he does. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. I'm done. <laughs> I, oh told you this, I told you I told you to make you feel better, though. That does make you feel better. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Really? Thanksgiving already? Oh, my gosh. I know. It's flying by. Jesus Christ. All right. All right, kiddo. I'm done. Thank y'all for listening. Take care. God bless, Sid. I love ya. This has been a groovy slash or trash. Give me some sugar, baby. (laughs) 